Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness show with Sarah Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host, Sarah Davison, shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sarah Davison. to the show and to my pain to power series. This is a series where I interview people who have taken their divorce pain and turned it into their power. Now today my guest is Sarah Woodward. Sarah is a multi-award winning divorce coach helping her clients to get unstuck, let go of destructive thoughts and rediscover who they are so they can feel happier and stronger than ever before. Sarah was one of my very first accredited breakup and divorce coach practitioners in the UK, and she was awarded the Best Women's Divorce Coach by the UK Enterprise Awards in 2021. Sarah is also a certified positive psychology coach and narcissism trained coach. So I am super excited to welcome Sarah Woodward to the show. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Good to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Well, it's really lovely to have you here because I've known you for a few years now and I know your story, but for our listeners, do tell us because it's very inspiring how you started out on this journey. So I went through my own divorce about 15 years ago now, and I was completely blindsided by it. I didn't see it coming at all. And even when I spoke to my husband afterwards, you know, I said about me not spotting the signs and he said you wouldn't have done. I just kept my feelings to myself so, so much. Um, So I found that really difficult to come to terms with. Um, And yeah, kind of all my hopes and dreams of my future and everything we had planned were literally lost overnight. And also I lost my best friend overnight. You know, he was my rock, he was my soulmate. Um, And it was really difficult coming to terms with that. And I was stuck in denial for a long time, um, which I didn't realize at the time. It's only now that I've done my training, I'm a lot more aware of what you go through going through a breakup. But um, yeah, I was in shock and denial and I just could not understand what had happened I, I just yeah couldn't comprehend it really and I was stuck for a good few years the turning point for me was when I booked to go on um, a wildlife photographic holiday in Kenya um, on my own which was totally way out of my comfort zone I'd never done anything like that before I'd always been away with my husband but I just thought to myself you know it's five nights what's the worst thing that can happen I'd never done photography before, I didn't even have a camera. Um, So really embraced it. And it was the best thing ever. Everybody on the trip accepted me for who I was on that trip. Nobody asked anything about my history or what was going on in my life. And it was just so refreshing not having to keep going over my story, um, you know, about what had happened to me. Um, And I fell in love with photography and wildlife photography. And since then, I've traveled all over the world with it and made an amazing group of friends through it as well. So it just opened up that one trip, opened up so many opportunities for me. And it just shows how 
you know, facing your fears sometimes and stepping outside of your comfort zone can lead to a, di a different life, really, a totally different life. Yeah, wow. I mean, it's very, very true, isn't it? Sometimes we get stuck. I mean, and, and it's great that you did that and you stepped out of your comfort zone. Going back to those earlier days, what was the thing that you struggled with most, Sarah, when you were going through it? Because I know a lot of my listeners will be like, well, I'm still in the pain right now. So just yeah. so they can relate to what was the, the thing that they struggled with, that you struggled with most? For me, it was the heartbreak um, and, and the loss as well. Um, just all the negative emotions that, that go with the grief of, of losing your relationship. It was totally all consuming. Um, I was in tears all the time for years. Um, you know, even at work, I'd be in tears driving to work, coming home. Even during the day at work, I'd be, I'd be in tears um, and I just was literally was not coping at all. And even though I had lots of therapy, it just didn't help me to move on and, and to be able to manage all those emotions either. Yeah, I mean, therapies can really work for some people, but also yeah. it can keep you stuck in some ways because you're telling the story over and over again. Is that what you found? How, how exactly. is that working for you? Exactly. And that, that was it. I was just going over the same thing um, week after week. Um, it helped in terms of helping me to understand myself better. But it did, from my point of view, it did just keep me stuck. And I never came away with an action plan or any goals or, or anything like that. So I was just reliving the whole experience every week. And that can then take you back to to the beginning again and, and yeah. sometimes you're having a really good day and then you go to therapy and you end up going backwards and then yeah I mean there are some therapists obviously that are fantastic and will help mm. you move through pretty quick but yeah I, I hear this a lot from clients that they've been in therapy for three or four years <laughs> how long were you in therapy for probably even longer than that <laughs> Okay, well, there's the point. <laughs> okay, so um, so going through that, what were the things do you think that you've talked about photography, but how did you get to that point where you were brave enough? Because I know there'll be people listening mm -hmm. going, I want to do that, but that wildlife trip in a different country on my own, that's really quite daunting right now. How do people bridge that gap from thinking, mm, yeah, I'd like to be able to, but actually then booking it? Mm. I think for me, I'd got to the point where I was just so fed up and so sick of being stuck. And the, the, it was finding something that really excited me. Um, and I had a good friend with me um, as well who encouraged me to book it. So I think it's finding something that you're passionate about, that you're excited about. I think it's always great to do something with other people as well, because kind of emotions are contagious. And if you spend time with you know people that are good fun to be with that can really help lift your spirits and I did literally just ask myself what's the worst that can happen um, and I think that's a really powerful question to ask yourself and you know you could even go a step further and say well what's my get out clause if I don't like it you know what what can I do and um, you know have a plan in place as well. That's a good idea to have a plan in place because if you if you've got like a safety net it makes it a little mm -hmm. bit easier to do it so think well if I don't like it I can you know I can phone this travel agent and they know about me they know I might need a quick flight home so that that could work I guess that's that's a really nice yeah. way and some good advice so what were the three things Sarah that you went through that helped you to cope better with that breakup process mm -hmm. 
one was exercise. I've always um, exercised a lot, but after my divorce, um, I hired a personal trainer. So to make me get to the gym and it, it, yeah, it was transformational for me. I mean, exercise helps your mental health as well as your physical health, but I would literally drive to the session in tears um, after work and then, and then leave the gym feeling so much better. It's just, you know, it's, it's an instant quick fix, isn't it? With all the hormones that it releases that helps you make, makes you feel so much better. So that was a key thing. And I was doing that quite regularly. And also, again, I was going to exercise classes that are quite upbeat, you know, that had really good music, which is always really good to help you change your state. Um, and putting these things in my diary. So they were in there. So I couldn't really talk myself out of it. So I booked the classes, etc., um, to force myself to go. And, and then the other thing was, you know, after I came back from my photography trip, my first one, um, I literally within a couple of weeks booked some more trips. So I had things in my diary to look forward to. I absolutely loved it. So it's all about, you know, finding, perhaps finding a new hobby, something that, you know, is either completely new to you or something you did before you were in your relationship and stopped doing when you were in it and finding the joy in those things. And a big thing for me as well was making that new group of friends because I realised what I was doing before my holiday was seeing the same friends that we had as a couple but just on my own and all that was doing was highlighting that there was such a loss in my life so I'd go out with my friends have a nice time and then again drive back in tears so I found that for a short time I had to step away from some of my friends and just kind of forge my own way in terms of a new friendship group um, I'm still back I'm back in touch with them now and, and that's all good but I just realized I couldn't continue doing the same things that I was doing that something had to change really good point because you know going on the couples things just as a single person you kind of feel well they're my friends I know them it's what I know but you are left with that sense of well there's a huge gap here where somebody else used to be and the dynamics slightly shifted and then especially when you're looking at people who are in relationships and you're the only one that isn't in a relationship that can be you know quite difficult so yeah and and like you said earlier, there's something quite refreshing being with people that don't know you, that don't know the history, that don't know the story, that aren't asking you for the latest update all the time. So you can just be whoever you want to be, right, in that environment. It's, and it was so refreshing. We don't really get that many opportunities like that in life. And it was just, yeah, really refreshing and enlightening. And I think for people listening who are thinking, well, that sounds like nice. I'd like to make some new friends, but how? I mean, you've already said they're going to the gym, doing classes, you know, going on a trip. I know I went on a trip. I went to do a boot camp, fitness boot camp in Ibiza, and I went on my own and came back with eight friends that I'm still in touch with today. So you only really ever do a trip on your own once, right? Because you always meet people then who want to travel and do something else and go somewhere else and meet up. So there's something really special about that. Yeah, so that, just, that's, that's so true. You literally only do it on your own once. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, really, really good advice. So then you came along and you joined our, my coaching community. So tell us a little bit about mm -hmm. how that came to be. Um, so I worked in corporate um, in Sony for 15 years in finance and procurement. But the part of the job that I always loved was coaching and developing my teams. I'm very much like a people person. 
Um, so I qualified as a coach, a life and business coach, but wasn't sure what I wanted to coach in and niche down in. Um, and it's like divorce coaching found me really. I, I didn't know it even existed, but as soon as I found out about it, I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. And that's exactly what I needed when I was going through my divorce. You know, I know that if I'd had divorce coaching, it would have helped me get through the process so much quicker and move on with my life instead of, you know, kind of wasting years really being stuck. So it's like it found me really. And as soon as I found out about it, that's, that's what I knew I wanted to do. Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated? heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as The Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup, take back your control and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, get back in the driving seat of your life and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, And you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again. You were one of the first accredited breakup and divorce coach practitioners we had in our community Mm. uh, and you're now doing the master practitioner course as well so you're and you're you're also accredited in other areas as well aren't you so you you studied positive psychology so Tell us a little bit, what is that and how does that work for your clients? Yeah, so positive psychology is um, the science of well-being and it's about helping people flourish and thrive in their lives, which is why I feel like it fits so well with the divorce coaching. And it's really good for people going through any transition in their life, really. Um, and unlike traditional psychology, which tends to focus on the neck upwards, it focuses on the whole person and looks at it really holistically. Um, And there's kind of six main pillars to positive psychology in terms of the areas that it looks at. Um, And it looks at positive emotions. So what brings you joy and happiness in life? Again, which is really key when you're going through a breakup. It's it's about finding those things again, which you can lose sight of. and it's about engagement, that's another pillar. So it's about being in flow. Um, and that's when, you know, when you do something and you completely lose track of time, you're so engrossed in it um, and using your skills. And again, that is so good for your well-being. So when you're going through a breakup, it's trying to find moments like that in your day and your week that you can really lose yourself in and, and forget about what's going on really. Um, the other area is relationships um, so that's not just intimate relationships it's relationships with any people so friends or family it looks at what your meaning and purpose are in life which again when you're going through a breakup a lot of my clients have, have literally lost what their purpose is in life um, and I find that we don't spend much time thinking about that either we're often on the hamster wheel of life just getting on with one day to the next and don't take a step back to think 
you know, what's it all about and what do I actually want for my life? So that's a really powerful area to look at. And then it looks at accomplishments. So what are our goals in life as well? And, and also celebrating the small wins along the way, which I find a lot of my clients don't do either. And that's so important in your healing and your recovery after a breakup. It's setting yourself small goals, but also celebrating what you have achieved along the way is really and, and not losing sight of that and then finally it's looking at your health so that's obviously your sleep your nutrition and also restorative time as well so making sure you you plan time in the day just to be and take some time out instead of being on the hamster wheel all the time yeah, I think that's really good advice especially about the celebrations I think that's really important this you know, when you're going through a breakup but whatever stage you're at you know it can seem all consuming very yeah. depressing at times quite scary so it doesn't really feel like celebrations are something that would fit in with that but I think at any stage really I mean like what kind of stages during the breakup do people tend to come to you Sarah? They tend to come at three different points actually so I've had clients that are thinking about going through a breakup um and where coaching is really powerful, it helps them get some clarity on, you know, their situation and to see whether their relationship can be saved, really. So, you know, quite often they'll go away with an action plan of things that they can do with their partner to try and get their relationship back on track. And then if unfortunately it can't work out, they know that they're leaving with no regrets and they've done everything possible to make the relationship work. So that's the first stage. The second stage, I would say, is... Um, very soon after the breakup so when when it's all very raw and new and perhaps they're suffering from you know like I was in stuck in denial and shock and heartbreak and then also I get people who come in to see me I would say 18 months to two years after their breakup who've gone through the divorce got gone through the legal process but they're wondering what what does my life look like now you know they've lost sight of what their future is going to be like and they don't know where to start really so and that's again where positive psychology can be really powerful yeah, I, bet. I bet this is great stuff so what are your top tips then Sarah for people who are listening who are going through a tough time right now maybe they're at any of those stages you know not feeling like they they want to celebrate right now how do they get to that point where they can actually start to make those small steps that they could celebrate further down the line yeah, and I think, like you just said, it is absolutely about taking small steps, one step at a time, setting yourself some small goals. So, you know, you can tick those off at the end of the day because that gives us a sense of achievement and satisfaction. Um, and one thing I always advise to my clients, which is um, a really powerful positive psychology intervention, is to practice gratitude every day. And I know even for myself that has made such a massive difference to my mental health so at the start of the day you know think of three things that you're grateful for and really connect with those emotions so don't just use it as a tick box exercise um, think about why you're you're grateful for them or you can do it at the end of the day and some of the studies in um, positive psychology one one study in particular showed that for for the participants after 15 days 94% of them had gone from suffering from severe depression to mild or moderate. So it's, it's a massive impact just in 15 days. And I think if you can start getting your mood feeling better then everything else on top of that feels easier and you feel more motivated. So yeah, I always um, 
you know, work with my clients to try and get them into a routine of practicing gratitude. Amazing, isn't it? How there are some really simple tools that can immediately change how you feel. You know, I'm just talking about dialing down those negative emotions and some people are expecting it's going to be some sort of scientific huge project they've got to undertake. But like you said, it really is small steps, as simple as coming up, like you said, with your top three things that you feel grateful for today. Because like, mm. that really does shift your focus and get you feeling and, and boost how, you know, boost your mood so that you can do some of the things that you maybe thought you couldn't, which takes you closer to, to making those achievements as you, as you go through that you were talking about earlier. So, I mean, Sarah, you're, you're a great example of turning your pain from your divorce. I mean, all those years you said of crying now into your power. Tell us a little bit about how that feels now you've managed to do that. I can honestly say I never thought I would be in a position again where I would say I loved my life. Um, you know, I just could not imagine it. I felt like my whole life had been turned upside down and... I couldn't imagine what my future would be like. And, and that is the position that a lot of my clients are in. Um, and I feel so honored to work with them, you know, that they put their trust in me. Um, and it's so rewarding to know that you can help people move on after their breakup and for them to realize that their life can still be amazing and they can actually come through it happier and stronger than ever before, really. Um, and that's one of the things in positive psychology, it's about, yes, we all have tough things to face in life. It's not saying that we don't, but there's always learning um, to, be, to come from that as well. And through that learning, we do become stronger and happier. And it's just about recognizing that really. So yeah, I mean, I absolutely love it. And it just feels like it's my calling that's that's you know that's what I was meant to be doing and it's almost why I went through my own divorce and it's incredible to get to the point when you look back and I mean I, I don't want to put words into it but how do you feel about looking back on your divorce and your breakup now does it still have that heartbreak attached to it no no I'm completely neutral to it now which I never thought I would be able to say that that I never thought that pain would ever go but yeah it's gone completely that's amazing. I mean, for people listening, that's going to be huge encouragement and hope that it is possible. And, and you know, you obviously you've turned it into becoming a, a coach to help other people, but there's lots of other ways you can turn mm. your pain into your power, like, for example, doing the wildlife photography and then finding a whole new set of friends. So, I mean, so many things you've done there have touched on that. So my last question, Sarah, that I ask all my podcast guests is, my podcast is called Heartbreak to Happiness. And as you know, I think it's really important to know what happiness is for you along the way. So what is happiness for you, Sarah? Happiness for me is about freedom um, and, you know, not being stuck into any routine. It's about finding joy every day, doing things that I love doing and spending time you know, with people that I love to be with who light me up. But freedom is a big thing for me. Um, I really value it. And again, that comes with the travel for the wildlife photography. So it's, you know, it's a big part of being able to do a job that I love, which I can do from anywhere in the world. 
Yeah, so true. It's one of the things I love most about it too. And mm. well done, because you've come, I mean, I've known you for a few years now. You're one of my first accredited coaches. You've won awards. You're doing phenomenal things out there in the world, doing some great interviews and helping so many people. So thank you, Sarah, for being a, a fabulous coach and a fabulous guest today. Thank you. That's it for today's episode. If you'd like to book a coaching session with Sarah or even a free discovery call with her to find out how she can help you, then do visit my website, saradavison.com and click on the button that says click a coaching session. If you scroll down, you'll see Sarah and you can watch a video where she explains how she works with her clients and you can book a free call. And I look forward to you joining me on our next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sara's virtual retreats. The retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sara herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com where you can also get a copy of Sara's free gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness. Happiness.